Don't look back. The market is closed. Good uh, Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with the Daily Bear Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a good day today. Uh, Tyler really uh, kicked this off yesterday because if you've been joining us here, you know that, uh, what was it, uh, 14, I think 10 to 14 days ago, we started alerting to everyone that on the Bear Investing System, we had hit extreme overbought, that we had extreme overbought on steroids. That's the way it works, right? And that's when all of our momentum oscillators become hit extreme overbought. So everything's at extreme overbought. We call that extreme overbought on steroids. I know it's a mouthful, but it drives on the point. And uh, because that's just when bad things happen. It just is. And not always, but, you know, when bad things happen, that's typically when they happen. So, well, you know, you've done this as long as I have. You start to remember that pain. You know, it's uh, something you don't like to repeat anymore. So it's just our discipline. And I think that's really important for investors to have a discipline. Whatever your discipline is, you know, it's your discipline. And this is ours. We don't buy things at extreme overbought on steroids. It um, doesn't apply as much with individual stocks, but if you trade ETFs, certain leverage ETFs, it absolutely applies. Uh, and you probably understand the distinction there. But, you know, in our, our top individual stocks, we buy them and we keep buying them every month. We have a set day that we buy them every month. Monthly dollar cost averaging is how I was taught to do it. It's how Peter Lynch did it. And it's, uh, uh, it's what my mentors did. So, but when it comes to, so when it comes to individual stocks, we buy them on a set day. The price doesn't matter. That's what we do. Those are our top growth stocks. That's the approach and the strategy, our discipline. But for leverage ETFs, we just don't buy them at extreme or bought on steroids. But as we said then, this is a buy the dip bull market. This will end and people that buy the dip will come out ahead. That's an effective strategy, we think, for this entirety, uh, the entirety of this bull market, which is going to go on, we think, for some time. All the signs are there that this is a textbook early bull market. Um, I don't watch a lot of TV, uh, but, I, but uh, I, I try to catch you know people that I follow and respect the most. And this is what everyone's keying off of is that we're now seeing – this market's broadening. So Tyler covered it yesterday. We're now back buying. Those extreme overbought on steroid uh, conditions are gone. In some cases, uh, I think I think we cut uh, small caps. Uh, uh, this was as two days ago. Small caps, uh, uh, technology, the Qs, uh, SP500, excuse me, uh, 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 SMH, the uh, semi-ETF. They'd all fallen from extreme overbought on steroids. Uh, for these leverage ETFs, they'd all fallen to oversold or right at that level. So, uh, look, this is the most challenging part of, of our approach is when do you start buying again? And every bull market has its own personality. So I think we're getting a, a, a pretty good glimpse of this bull market's early strategy, which is you're going to get a day or two of, of maybe some some decent weakness. You have, otherwise, it'll be kind of a pause and a back and fill kind of a thing. And then we're off to the races again. Okay. This has all of that vibe. Okay. And I'll, I, I could, I could, if you wanted to hear why, I could tell you, but just trust me when I tell you, this feels like this is that bull market. And we're in that early stage. We're about to get crazy. Uh, this in case in point, today is the 28th. Guess what happens in two days? The month ends, not just the month, the quarter ends. Tyler covered this yesterday. This is in a, in a big bull market. If, ever, if you're looking for like a slam dunk strategy, this is 
Now, it does, of course, it probably won't work out this time because I'm saying that, but this is one of those very high probability repeating patterns that you see in bull markets. And you can make a lot of money trading this as, 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 uh, as some of us are doing right now, which is going into the final week of this melt-up bull market uh, in every month, every quarter when that's ending, buy some call options or you know become a little more aggressive. That's what we're really doing here. It's time to become more aggressive. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're so inclined, maybe buy some QQQ calls, okay? Uh, because this move higher, it, you know, again, we're looking at short term, of course. But uh, the bottom line is the extreme bar readings are gone. We're now buying. We think we're going to have a big move higher this week. So we're kind of calling a shot here. Tyler gave me the heads up yesterday. We are looking uh, because the end of the month, you get, you know, end of the month uh, uh, window dressing. You get end of month. Uh, uh, in beginning of new month buying that comes in from retirement plans, pensions, etc. Uh, again, uh, corporate share buybacks. This time frame is typically a very bullish time frame uh, in the month, in the quarter. So it's not a long term trade uh, necessarily, but it, 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 this is a we think there's a bullish uh, uptrend here in place uh, through this week into early next week, and I think that's worth mentioning and spending a little time on. Uh, because again, this is pretty high probability. Uh, this morning, for in our very letter, we focused on the reasons that the very investing system now sits at nine out of twelve screens bullish, and it's a stone's throw away from being ten of twelve screens bullish. Uh, our investing system is seventy percent fundamental, thirty percent technical, and these twelve screens are split up in in that fashion. And so we we look at take a look at all of it. Fundamentally, you know, our views are pretty clear. New bull market, economy's in good shape. Um, we're still working off the Trump economic miracle, which again, Steve, even Trump doesn't talk about it anymore. Uh, but all of those things are still in place, even with, with Biden as president. Uh, again, we've said this a long time. Reminds me very much of Barack Obama's first term. Uh, it, Republicans, conservatives could not believe what was happening. And we just knew, uh, we just knew that he was going to drive us into the depression. <laughs> we found out the power of QE, didn't we? And we found out the power of um, even a, even having a two percent GDP. Even the stock market doubled under Obama's term. So uh, people, it, you know, eventually you just have to you can't stop fight the tape anymore. And as trend followers, we didn't. And so you know, our job is not to find out why the markets are going up. Just our job is to be long and to be long in the right areas. And we don't care about the rest because uh, the market speaks. That's price action. And again, not at 12 screens bullish, that, that is the play. Uh, this is the smart money strategy is by the dip. Uh, is there a smarter one? I'd be long, I guess, in the first place. But the follow-up is, this is the bull market where you buy the dips. And we're there now. So yesterday was fantastic. Again, NASDAQ up again today. Let's talk about the markets. Now, everything finished off the lows. Uh, NASDAQ had been up as much as about 80, 90 points, finished up 36 on the day. But the leader, as we wrote this morning, was small caps. Uh, Rose 2000 was up big yesterday. Uh, to, uh, I think what was yesterday was up uh, 1.5%. And today, uh, led the way, also up a half percent today. I think small caps are a really good play here in the year end. And uh, the primary reason is that uh, they're they're under owned. They're certainly under loved. They're still pretty hated. Uh, the chart is interesting. You know, it, it's developing into a nice looking triangle pattern. Of uh, but we got this uh, rising uh, series of higher lows right now. And then as Tyler just told me, check this out. 
This is for the month of June. Uh, uh, small caps are. You know what? I didn't write it down. <laughs> he gave me this. I don't know why. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I've got it right here. Rust 2000 for the month of June up 6.3%. That's very good to see. NASDAQ is only up 5%. Uh, so we're starting to see small caps lead. That's good because, again, uh, about 70% of all small caps of, of the revenues or companies' revenues come from domestic operations. So if the economy is going to remain at least somewhat decent with small caps being under-owned, under uh, certainly under-loved, and deeply oversold, they've just not participated. Now they're starting to. Uh, what also uh, is very bullish for the very investing system is this market is broadening out. Again, Tyler just, just gave this data a few minutes ago. Transports up 12.4% uh, in the month of June. How about that? HDX housing up 15.9% in the month of June. All right. The two most important leading economic indicators that we have in the VR investing system, housing and trannies, up 12.4% and 15.9% in the month of June. Textbook early bull market, folks. All right. Uh, we should, everybody on this call, if you've been listening to us, you're making money. Okay. We're going to stay locked in to this bull market because it's going to be one for the record books. There'll be, I'm, I, we will write a book about this bull market and it'll be a lot easier to, to write it uh, because we wrote in the big bribe, our last book, Tyler and I wrote together. Uh, we, 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 we predicted there that we we're going to enter a great bull market, one that rivaled the, the dot, not the, the com melt up. And uh, so far, I think we have to say so good. And we think again, we're just getting started. You should read the book if you want to know the, the key uh, ingredients of this bull market. Our megatrends, there are five megatrends that we write about that are going to drive this, and they're all falling into place. You know, it's a little, again, it's a little, it's a little weird. Um, we're pretty good at what we do, but we've nailed this so far. And again, let's stay tracked, let's stay locked in together here, folks, because uh, this is going to be one of, this is going to make a lot of people wealthy. Generational wealth too, I think, if it's, if it's handled correctly. Uh, so uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we're all in this together, and um, that's what makes this really fun. Okay, what else today? Um, okay, good analytics here. I want to share this, then we'll get to the internals. Uh, Tyler again came up with this yesterday. Over the last decade, July has been the strongest month of the year, with gains in nine out of ten years, and the average gain. Uh, for the history of 100 of 3.3%. Number one year, nine of the last 10 years, July. Uh, also, when the SP 100 is up at least 10% through the first six months of the year, right now I think we're up about 13%, I think Tyler said. Uh, but uh, again, when it's up at least 10% in the first six months, the last six months of the year post average gains of 12.4% with gains 89% of the time. So again, we've had great analytics that have given us that confidence level uh, to, you know, again, you look for uh, your probabilities in investing. And when the, the analytics back up what you're seeing from the internals and the technicals and the very investing system, when all that adds up together, as we've seen through the, the entirety of this bull market, when all that adds up, you can be much more confident in, in what you're investing. Put more money to work is what I'm saying, because this is that bull market. And uh, the analytics, again, another big part of, of why we want to be long and strong in this market. 
Um, all right, let's take a look under the hood today. The internals today were, uh, were, you know, again, with the Dow down 74 points, these internals are pretty good today. Advanced decline, we had positive across the board. NASDAQ internals, positive across the board, except for new 52 highest lows, but still uh, good gains on a, on, a, on, a, on a day. We did finish higher than NASDAQ, but we've been down most of the day. But here's what's interesting. NYSE uh, was up, uh, was positive across the board, again, with the Dow down 74 points. NYSE positive across the board, uh, uh, advanced decline, volume, and new 52 highs to lows. Nothing like two to one positive or anything, but still, these are pretty good readings for a market that was uh, a, a little weak today. And our sector watch today, again, the weakness here is shown. Uh, of our uh, 11 SP 100 sectors, four finished higher, seven finished lower. Led the downside of utilities down 1.4% and materials down 7 to 1% to the upside. Energy up 1%, uh, communication services up 8 tenths to 1%. And after, by the way, uh, after the close, Micron announced earnings up 2% after hours. Uh, semis have been a little weak today on the NVIDIA news. So that's good to see out of Micron with the earnings beat there. And so far, the reaction to the, to the, to the beat has been solid. And our commodity watch today, another pretty quiet day here, frankly. And I think it's uh, what we've been talking about is um, there's no fear trade. What, what the, look at the VIX, right? 13.4. There's no flight to safety trade. Why would you want to have it? We're in a new bull market. That explained that after the banking crisis that turned out not to be a banking crisis, right? That's when really gold got its last bid and silver. Now that fear is gone. So that's a problem in the short term for precious metals, but it's not why we, I, I don't own these because I expect economic trouble. I own these because I expect a lot more dilution in our, in our money supply to take place. Uh, a lot more money printing going forward because that's, that's, that's our deal. That's our system. That's our financial way of life, and it's going to continue. That's why I own these. Uh, this is what a true store of value, along with Bitcoin, by the way. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, in the meantime, I think until rates really start dropping, until signs of an economic slowdown start coming, gold may not do a whole lot. But that's okay. We still monthly dollar cost average in it as well because uh, it's such a great asset class to own. Gold today, and it's, we think in the bull market of bull markets, uh, should say that. Like we're not just owning it for safety and security. We're owning it because these mining stocks are even going to get red hot as gold hits twenty five hundred dollars, then three thousand dollars, because that's that's coming. All right. This is this is that bull market. Reminds me a lot. Really reminds me a lot of the uh, two thousand one after the financial after nine uh, eleven and the recession that followed. It reminds me a lot of the bull market that birthed out of that because gold and silver were really moving higher as was the stock market, housing was red hot. This feels like that kind of a birth, to give you an analogy. And that's how precious metals and miners go up with the markets. Look at the chart. They all did, right? It was a liquidity-led bull market, but we're about to have one that surpasses that by uh, a crazy level, I think. There's so much liquidity out there, folks. So much wealth and prosperity out there. It's got to go somewhere. Gold today down seven dollars an ounce at nineteen sixteen an ounce. Silver down twenty one cents an ounce at twenty two seventy four. Copper uh, down one and a half percent to three uh, three seventy two a pound. Crude oil uh, uh, reversing some recent losses. Good to see crude oil up a buck and a half a barrel at sixty nine nineteen. That's two point two percent. Good day there. And finally, Bitcoin. 
down 670 on the day at 30,004. All right, folks, hope you had a great day. Be a better night. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.